Hello, hello. Welcome to the Eddie Conversation Podcast. My name is Eddie V. Hill and I am your host. Uh, this is episode number 77. And joining me today is Marianne Amelinx. Yes. Hello, Eddie. Yes. Oh, uh, uh. Yes. Thanks for, uh, yeah, lovely to see you. Welcome back to LA. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. you thank you yeah. for having me. This is so, so cool. Uh, episode. Two of the same numbers back to back. Two sevens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for starters, I just want to lay some foundational uh, uh, character building work on who you are. You're not a character. You're a real, you're a real person. Yeah. Or subject, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, you are a director. And yes. And assistant director. Yes. And... You, should we throw anything else on that list, or are those the two, the um, two, uh, yeah, the and two mains? Yeah, professionally, you... yeah, and then Venezuelan. I don't know if that matters, <laughs> <laughs> but sure, that's also and, true. And Venezuelan. Yeah. Great. Okay, <clears throat> so I guess just for <sighs> we met on set <clears throat> wearing our our I'll call them. <laughs> Our secondary hats, maybe? Should I call them? Or is there a first hats? How do you see it? <laughs> um, I was a script supervisor. I came on and then I met you and I thought you were awesome on set as, a, as our first you. AD. Yeah. And that was cool. And now we're like best friends now. Yay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah. So how do you how do you see the two hats? How do you see it? Um... Yeah, like um, sometimes ADing is the first hat financially, as you could say, uh, but um, it's it's not something that, uh, or it's something that I am actually proud of because it's something that I've been doing for quite a long uh, time. And it's something that uh, has given me the opportunity to learn a lot about, well, you know, directing and uh, also learn a lot about things that I don't like, you know, Things that I I say I would say like oh this uh, I don't know director here I don't I didn't really like how they did this or that and I'm like okay so that's a learning for me so that's that's a cool thing about being an AD uh, but yeah I would say sometimes uh, it's the um, first hat how did you say that I don't know okay <laughs> sometimes it's that but uh, eventually I would rather uh, be uh, the I would rather the directing part be the primarily thing that I'm more like recognized for or that I have more work for. Yeah, I guess too, like I think about it in terms of like you kind of put it in the perspective of, well, the, the first AD hat is what keeps me living. Like that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the money hat. Yeah. And then the dream hat is the directing hat. So I guess like I was thinking more about like, uh energy like mental energy in the pursuit side like how much you're trying to grow one side like let's just imagine if we go into metaphor world here okay we have, we have two plants that, okay. we're, that we're watering okay and which one of them we're more excited to see grow than the other yes so i guess that's how i was kind of seeing the priority in which more love is given to this plant than the other plant because you're hoping 
that this one this one uh brings the fruit that you, whatever <laughs> the flowers you know yeah, yeah. one is more like the ones that just grows and and like it gets bigger and bigger and it's like okay nice and the other one is the one that you know blooms and has some flowers yeah sometimes. That, that you're hoping will bloom exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes okay so is, is, is so not to so <clears throat> Using that metaphor, which plant is which? Which plant is which plant? Um, yeah, for for and and I'm literally for thinking of the plants I have in my house. Uh, so yes, I, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I would say the adding uh, plant is the one that just like grows uh, in a beautiful way, right? Uh, because adding also gives me the opportunity to meet new people, like yourself, for example. Uh, and and that's really really great because I I I I meet crew I meet actors which which you know sometimes I'm like huh they're good you know like okay they they we could work together uh, maybe in the future, um, but then the directing part uh, it's for me the kind of like the plant that has the the little flowers you know the the flowers that sometimes that that take time to bloom, but when they bloom is beautiful you see <laughs> to give the metaphor okay great yes. No, that's wonderful. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I know that makes that's yeah, that's that was my yeah, assumed assumed direct cuz I don't I don't imagine I don't maybe there are people out there like this where it's like, "Well, actually being a first AD is my passion." And oh I, yeah. And I just direct because I need to make money. Like that's not really <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I like I've 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 met first ADs who just do first ADing and they love it and well, they have a lot of money, <laughs> I guess, but uh, but they're great, and 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 they have no like aspirations on becoming a director. They just like oh, to do sure. ading, and they're very good at it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. Okay. Well, I guess maybe I don't know. We haven't. Okay, I'm thinking about people watching that have no idea what we were just talking about with being a first ad. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I believe you may be. I have to. I was gonna re re, re sift through the archives to be like, have I talked to anybody else that has dedicated first AD experience? And I think you may be. May, you may be the first one on the on the block. I'm, so I'm the first first AD. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> You're the first first. <clears throat> yeah. So would you mind explaining? What an assistant, a first AD stands for first assistant director. That's because there's often multiple assistant yes. director department people. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're the head of the food chain there. Yeah. What does a first AD do on a film set? Um, okay, so whenever I'm trying to explain to like my aunt, you know, or my uncle who have no idea of how the set works i normally tell them like i'm the manager of the set the one like if if the if the crew and the set was a store um there's always someone that is kind of like checking on all departments to see how the things are going and how we are keep moving forward and that's basically what a, a first ad does on set so the first ad um has some work on on pre-production uh, some work on uh, production and then no work on post-production thankfully <laughs> um, but um, during the shoot the first AD is the one that um, makes sure that 
talent arrives on time or that they arrived on time and they are sitting on the chair, you know, on makeup and hair chair and they are ready. Um, and you keep track on these departments to make sure that the actors are ready for set whenever they are needed. Uh, while that happens, you talk with the cinematographer and then you make sure that his plan for lighting is going to be ready at the time um, you need it. Uh, and then same with the sound department, wardrobe, and then uh, who am I missing? Um, that's it? No, I'm, just no, no, that's I'm it. sure there's, pl there's plenty that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. there and of course, the, the many things that you have to always like kind of like um how to say this but you have to be kind of like on guard i don't know if this is the correct term but um you have to be ready for any problem and you have to think fast and try to come up with solutions that will make everyone happy basically um and in fact my business card it doesn't say ad or director it says creative problem sol solver <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. That's true. Because, yes. you know. Yeah, both the director and the assistant director almost on a little bit a little bit of different wavelengths are that's the kind of the jobs is yeah. trying to get what you want. Yeah. With all these other things being thrown at you that get in the way. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. I don't know. Was that a good explanation? I think so. I think so. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're f yeah. That's great. Good. I was gonna. I don't know. I was gonna recontextualize, but I don't think I need to. Ah, well, there's one. Well, that's first AD, but then you mentioned also the other ADs on the AD okay, assistant sure, director sure. team. Just you know, so people may be watching this and maybe learning something. So the first AD is on set, and the second AD, and there's also like sometimes a second second AD. Those are the crew members who help. Um, all these things that I said um, happen as well. For example, the first AD may, might be on set with the cinematographer, you know, going through the shot list while the second AD is actually helping with the talent, um, you know, to have them get in, get it on the chair and then on, onto wardrobe and stuff like that. And then the second second, uh, when you have a lot of extras, um, that's when sometimes you have you need a second second AD who will help the background actors, which I like to call them actually. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they changed the they changed somehow. I don't know who 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 called this, but it was like an official industry change. Oh yeah. When oh. we stopped calling extras extras, and now we call extras background. I yeah, think, I think there was a shift at some point. But yeah, yeah, background and, actors. And I like it. I like it. It's it's better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's nicer, and they always have very interesting stories uh, that they like to share with the second second AD when you are waiting for, with them. <laughs> so you've done some second second work too. I've done yeah in the past. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, done sure. it. No, yeah, I've I've done it, and I actually found find them. The background actor is very interesting, very, very interesting. They will tell you stuff like, yes, I acted with Robert De Niro on this film. And it's like, okay, yes, they were <laughs> the background yeah, actors. Yeah, they've been... But they, it's they've, cute. They've seen some things. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's a whole... Okay. I don't want to dive too... We'll, 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 we'll come back to First AD Life where we can, sure. we can uh, hear... We can talk more about that process and... 
maybe maybe certain circumstances and story times and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's stuff that's that's there. But I want to come to the directing stuff. I have some okay. questions. Okay. I have some questions. Sounds good. Let me see what they are. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, question number one. Well, this is a vague question. It was asked to me recently, and it threw me off, so I'm going to throw it at you. It's okay. like, all right, hey. Well, first of all, you, do you write? Yes. As well. So yeah. You, do you often write the projects that you're directing? Yeah. Um, basically, that's what I've done in the past. Um, I like to say I'm a better director than writer, but be just because I, I think I have that skill more, like it's a more strong skill, but yes. Okay. So how, so what kind of, what kind of stories do you like to write? Oh, um, well, I normally say that my like filmmaking soul is dividing it, divided into two or split into two. One uh, is a very like melancholic kind of indie, um, moody uh, type of stories that I like to uh, write. And then on the other side, uh, when I was in, in film school, I, I did my thesis on sitcoms, on comedy. Okay. And that's the other half. So I, I like to also write um, about, or, or write comedy, basically. Um, but yes, I, I normally am more inclined to uh, melancholic, kind of like impossible love stories, something like that, okay. um, than comedy. But I also enjoy that part okay great that's a great answer <laughs> um all right so huh, i want to hear about your okay i don't know Should, we can talk about directing process we okay. can talk about a little bit of of maybe maybe we travel back in time and learn about what brought you to the director chair okay why directing? Let's start there. Okay. Um, <laughs> the big questions. Yeah. Well, I think it's very... Directing is like a very beautiful job and I'm going to get like super like poetic. Sure. <laughs> but I think it's a, it's a, it's a very beautiful job because um, it's a very collaborative job as well. And... Um, I remember that I read something at some point by um, that Ava Duvernay or Ava Duvernay said, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and she said something like that she likes directing. Uh, this is not her quote, but it was something along those lines. Um, that she likes directing because at the end, uh, her name is going. It's what it's going to be on the screen, you know, directed by Ava Duvernay. But then while she's shooting, she listens to this uh, all like the head of departments or whatever, you know, the people she's working with, because sometimes they have, you know, better ideas on how to solve problems, you know, that will come up uh, on a, on a shoot um, on a regular day. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's a very beautiful job because of that, of the collaborative essence of it. Um, is that, does that answer the question or of, of the why? Why? Kinda. <laughs> kinda, kinda. I, I guess I will just since you handed it off. I will just 
add slash yes. slash yeah. agree with how collaborative it is and mm-hmm. how trusting trusting the team that you have is uh yeah because very I'm, important so so important <laughs> yeah yeah because i mean if you think about i know i don't like you know we we work on set uh, often enough mm-hmm. where we watch lots of directors and so typically let's just say if your if your dream if your dream is to direct there's a high likely chance that even if you do like if directing is all you want to do and you avoid doing anything else except directing you're likely not going to be on set as often yeah. as the crew yeah. who are dedicated in their fields so yeah. the sound person who's all they do is sound they're working all the time they see all the scenarios so if something comes up where there's a sound issue I see some newer directors think that they're supposed to be the problem solver, solver, and they mm. they try to present s- solutions and are not listening to the expert in the field exactly. that they've hired on. Exactly, it's like, well, this person's probably been through this. Maybe, maybe just hand it on, like you know, listen yeah, to them. Yeah, and they and, probably know the solution. Yeah, and that yeah. happens with every department. Is like, if there's a lighting thing, you know who to talk to. If there's a costumes thing, you know who to talk to. So it's, it's the 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 team. They're experts, so trust, yeah. trust, yeah, trust yeah, your yeah. people. But yes, yeah. Ava DuVernay, great. Okay, but the why was that? Was that your answer to why directing? <laughs> no, and I, I mean, I just, I, I really like the. I, I would say yes, that that was my answer. <laughs> yeah, just because it's, I really like the, I really like the collaborative uh, essence okay, of yes, it. Yes, uh, yes. Of, you know, of working like that. I guess. I guess. I will elaborate further on the question. Okay. I love the answer. I love all those aspects. Because I, you know, I direct as well. Or I just re-clarify yes. and direct too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned, okay. Um, is let's say we're, let's, let's again go back. Before you had experienced the collaborative process to the extent that you have, what made you want to jump into directing in the first place too? Like that's. Yeah. Um, I, that would, that takes me back to like when I was 15 years old and actually what made me want to go to film school because at the beginning I thought I wanted to be an editor. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at the end that being an editor also comes very handy, you know, or knowing how to edit. Um, although being an editor has its own technical skills because I've worked with editors who are like magicians with the keyboard and like, and like a yeah. thing that takes me a minute to do. They're like, they have a shortcut on their keyboard and it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yes, when I was 15, I read this uh, novel. Uh, by a Venezuelan author. I was in, in, in high school by that time. And uh, it's a, you know how Venezuela has this uh, background, uh, I, I would say background, of being an oil producer co- uh, country, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, this novel that I read called Oficina Numero Uno, or Office Number One, was about um, a small town that was kind of like founded uh, on the late 20s in Venezuela. And uh, there was this, like an American company uh, working over there in Venezuela, kind of like, how do you say, extracting the oil? That sounds like the right word to me. Okay. (laughs) So they were there and uh, there is this lady with her mother that moved from an her town, her her hometown, moved to this kind of like 
it wasn't a, even a town when they moved there. There was just like, you know, I don't know, 20 people living there. And then the Americans who lived on like nicer houses. And then the town starts to grow. People starts to get in. Uh, more oil starts to being more oil starts being extracted. I don't know how to say yeah, that. Sure they ex they, they're expanding. Yes. Yeah, whatever's going on. Exactly. Around. But it, it's a very, very interesting um, novel. And uh, it talks a lot about, well, you know, how Venezuela uh, uh, transitioned from being kind of like a country that had no real, not that many highways or you know um, uh, these uh, ways of communicating the country you know um, and then it became kind of like um, well a new country where everything was blooming and flourishing yeah I guess. just be it was getting developed yeah yes yes so when I read this I said I want to make this movie <laughs> and that's how I wanted that's how I, I said okay I want to go to film school and, and make movies you know um, by reading a book and adapting it so I have like that thing that also always has interested me the adapting uh, you know something that's already been written adapting it to the screen okay yeah <clears throat> so you found a story that hadn't been told and you figured, yeah, somebody's got to tell the story, and why yeah. not? Why not me? Yeah. And then you actively, yeah, you you went to film school. Okay, yes, great. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because I mean, I, <clears throat> yeah, great. No, it's lovely. Because I, I didn't, I didn't go to film school, so I'm always kind of like fascinated with, with like people who, like, I'm like, I don't know how anybody knows what they want to do. Like, that's a whole like a lot of people, mm -hmm. even after you've decided what you're gonna do. Yeah. Still, be like, is this? Am I happy? Is this what I want to do? This yeah. Is, this is really hard. Um, so, okay. Yes. Had you, so you mentioned editor. I just want to ask about that really quick too. When you, how, what was your experience with film prior, let's say, let's say like prior to reading, reading the story, did you, have you had you touched cameras and edited stuff before, and that's how you knew editor was kind of on the table, or how did uh, that? How did well, that... no, the editor part be, um, came into the table or into my life, or became an idea in my head uh, when I started film school. Like, oh, and okay, it was okay. only for like three semesters. Then I was you... like, okay, no, I'm I want to direct. <laughs> so you try you you were in the in the editing chair and you're like you didn't like it or yeah I liked it no I liked it and I'm like oh this is cool but I think I like more directing than yeah, than you, editing you want to work with the people yes it's probably yeah the that's true that's true that's true yeah I think that that's it that editing is a very beautiful process but it's it could be lonely exactly and and, and I mean, it's okay, I guess. You can get used to it. Or if you really like it, then it's great. But yes, working yeah. with the people is nice. Yeah, especially these days. It's it's quite the virtual mm -hmm. experience. Oh, you know, ideally, you can get into the room with the editor at some point, but they still do a lot of work on their own and yeah. they're getting stuff from sound and it's just all emails and, yeah. and attachments and files. and blah, blah, Yes, blah. yes, yes. <laughs> but it is still beautiful because yes. what they make... Yes, it's writing the movie on for the third time. <laughs> That's what yes, they say. <laughs> yes, okay. Where did you go to film school? I went to film school in my hometown, in Merida, Venezuela. Oh. Yes, uh, it's actually like the only 
public university that has a degree on film, um, you can go, uh, you can specialize, right, uh, on directing, producing, uh, cinematography, and sound. Um, so I took the directing uh, specialization, direct the directing branch, um, and I I come from this small town called Merida or small city called Merida, and it's kind of like a college city or city college. How do you call uh, it? College city. College city, right? With campus like spread yeah, around. Yeah, the whole the... town revolves <laughs> around like it's kind of the whole personality, yes. and everybody's there because of the college. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I come from that small town, and when I was fifteen, you know, when I was like. Uh, well, discovering kind of like what I wanted to do and a lot of things about myself, I I was crazy to get out of there, to to get out of my hometown and to move to Caracas, you know, the capital where, I, yeah, yeah, where I've always like go to when I was, you know, small or when I was little, and I would always be like in love with that city, and um, my dad, uh, I talked to him and I said, okay, I want to go to film school, and he's like, okay, that sounds cool okay you'll be good at it you know that's <laughs> that's what supportive the, exactly that's cool but then when i told him yeah but i want to go to uh, study this in caracas um in caracas there is two universities that offered something that was kind of like film school but it's it was not film school per se mm -hmm. uh it was more like mass communication studies You know, like um, like you study like journalism, advertising, and film in one career. Oh, okay, okay. Right? All right. Uh, and a little bit of social social studies or uh, so sociology. Uh, well, what kind of stuff were you learning in that? What, uh, no, but but that's that's a thing. I told my <laughs> I told my dad, okay, I wanna okay. I wanna study this and I wanna do it in Caracas. But it, the thing is that in Caracas. The universities were private, so they were paid. In Venezuela, public universities are free, which are which is amazing. And this has happened since the 70s, not since the revolution. Okay. Just, There's um, some debates out there. All yes, right. yes, yes, yes. And I just want to make sure that people know that uh, public universities in Venezuela were made public since the 70s and free. Uh, so my dad said like, oh, daughter, I am very supportive, <laughs> uh, but we don't have the money to send you to Caracas, pay for your living there, pay for your university there. And um, I don't know how it works here, uh, but over there, when you're in high school, you do a test that gives you a grade. And if you are, if you have like good grades from, you know, like your years in high school, and then you are your answers, you know, you have like a good grade in the test in itself, you can get in into the university. Yeah. And I got in. Yeah. Uh, so my dad was like, <laughs> uh, that's not happening. Like, you're not, you're not going to Caracas. You're going to study here. Um, and actually, that was really good for me at the end. One, because I got to study film, film, you know, not like another career that had some um, classes on film. And then I was lucky enough to live with my parents, so I didn't really have to worry about working or, you know, on how, how I was going to pay rent or pay the university because I was I was living there. So I got to focus a lot on, on, on my studies, and that was really, really cool. So, okay, great. I was thinking about, just to clarify, you ended up 
So there's the two so the college you ended up going to was that more the more broad one the the free the free college you the, went to the fr yeah that's that's a public university it's called Universidad de los Andes yeah. I have to mention it you know yeah. ULA as you could say uh, and that's more like the career is film you okay, know okay yeah. okay and then the and then the 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 bigger city college that you would have had to pay for that was the one with the With the journalism and yes. the, okay, that was a little bit more of the broad stroke of media. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Noted. And then, yeah, just to clarify too, it works pretty similar here okay. as well. Like okay. in high school, I think I, I don't know if they still do this. I don't mm -hmm. know how it works anymore. <laughs> But yeah, it was like the, you get tested and you're like your senior year, junior year uh -huh. or whatever. And it's like the ACTs and the uh -huh. SAT scores and that kind of dictates If you qualify for certain, you know, it makes you more attractive exactly. to colleges. Exactly. The higher those scores are. Yeah. Yeah. But I stayed in my hometown too and stayed with my parents as well. Nice. It wasn't free though. Nah, huh? Well, yeah. College here is different. Yeah, that's that's too crazy. That I mean, I guess it is it is how it is here, you know. But uh, it was I was very lucky to go to film school for free for oh, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's great. I love. I love. Yeah. That's. Cause that's my biggest, yeah. Either way, that's my biggest cringe factor. When I normally hear film school, I'm like, "How much? How much did you pay?" Mm -hmm. And but if yeah, if you went for free, it sounds it sounds lovely. Yeah, it was it was it was lovely. You just had to, like the university even helped us, you know, with food from the, how do you call the big place? Oh, yeah, like a cafeteria. The cafeteria, let's say they will give us, you know, the not the prepared food but you know the supplements like tomatoes and whatever and you oh, could go almost, and prep the almost like a market uh-huh uh -huh, and you could go and prep your food for your shoots so you know we we had a great um support from from the school for nice, sure nice. yeah okay all right so that's that's a little bit on your origins as a filmmaker yes now I know, because I know we, we've we've met up and we chatted before, so I know yeah. there's there's an extensive there's a but there's I don't know if we want to jump into it, but there's an extensive history of your travels from Venezuela to how you got to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's like a whole that's like a whole hopping around journey. Yeah, there too. We can do that, or I, we can talk about projects too. I don't know which what what's what's. Uh, Um, well, maybe I don't know. You want we can let's touch a little bit on it because I'm, I'm yeah, yeah since we are we're here yeah 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 <laughs> yes um, but what do you want me to so okay and let me drink a little bit of water please go for it so you uh, went I'm thinking about you went to film school you got to you know study the craft practice the craft. Um, stay with the stay with your family and then like like you kind of said you had that that the the burning you had that that fire inside where you're like i want to get out of this i want to yes. you know you wanted to leave already and then you stayed and then it's like okay well now i really want to leave i'm sure it's probably kind of boiling there especially because mm -hmm. uh, school is done yeah where is the obvious place to go next if you want to be a filmmaker what was like how did you How did you decide where to go after film school? Um, well, I always had this love for Caracas, right? The the capital, yeah. the big city. Um, that was also the city where most of the jobs were, regarding you know filmmaking wise. Uh, so yeah, two weeks after graduating, I moved, um, and I just you know I took 
took the leap, basically. I had a couple friends in Caracas who were kind of like waiting for a disbursement for a project that they were about to do. Uh, this was a series for young adults uh, in like a public TV channel. Um, and that ended up happening, thankfully. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know, three weeks later or a month later after I moved, we started working on, on that project. And, and that was like my, well, it was my second professionally professional job. Um, I was a second AD on that one, uh, on that series. And it was so, so interesting because uh, I moved like Caracas is divided into two big areas, let's say. I mean, it's, it's you know, like a big city. It has a, a bunch of small areas but you can say like it, there's the east and then then there's the west uh the east is cons like the east is, can have middle class people you know like where i lived but then it also you know where the rich rich people live right and then um the west part also like okay middle class but then also where like lower lower class um citizens live and I used to live in this kind of like, you know, in the border of the East and the West. And I would have to commute uh, every day, like an hour and a half, like take a bus and then subway, two lines and go to this job that I, I told you. Um, it was called, it was a TV series called Barrio Sur. Um, and it was so, so cool because it was shot on the on a barrio like favela or I don't know how to say that in, in English um, because I think there's a word for it it's called slums but I think slums like I, I when I say that I think of this um, the Indian movie um, Slumdog Millionaire uh-huh that's a little bit too radical you know <laughs> like we, we weren't that that bad on on, 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 on those uh, sets I would say yeah but um it was very interesting because it was a work with a community. And for me, um, since I was working there and just moved to Caracas, I ended up being kind of also a witness of how like people in the East lived and also in the West. Um, so it was really, really, really cool. Um, and then I ended up uh, living in Caracas for four years after that, after I moved and uh, working as, a, as an assistant director. Um, for I started on this TV series and then I switched to features, uh, which was lovely because, like like I said, uh, I had the opportunity to work with different directors, different stories, different actors. The crew was kind of like always the same because the industry is not so big over yeah, there. Yeah, sure. uh, but it was really nice to see the contrast, you know, between the locations that were where we shot. Okay, so you, that's where you kind of got your first sampling of 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 the the production, yeah, the AD side of things, yeah. Okay, all right. So that was four years there. Yeah, four years there, uh, uh, and yeah, working on 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 features with very interesting yeah, stories. I mean, that's that's the lovely part about being in film too, is you get to. You get to see things. Yeah. You get to go around, like you said. Like it's kind of cool. Like even just, like you said, like you're you're living in the middle of the of the of the city that's dividing the. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is the the rich side and the and the the more less rich side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And getting to, because like you said, you had you had you had, had like built up the city for a long time and living yeah. there. And now you're now you're there right in the middle of it. That's yeah. kind of that's very exciting. Yeah. Okay. So. 
there was enough work going on there where you can sustain yourself for like I don't know how big if it's not LA or New York, I'm always confused on like yeah. how much work is there really? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, during those years, this was from 2013 to 2017. Um, during those years, there was work. Uh, I would say I was actually good at my job as well. So I had, you know, opportunities. It's helpful. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, in those years, I think I worked in like four or five features. Um, yeah, and, and they were all very different from each other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. One director that worked, I don't know, with six actresses and the story was like a one day story, you know. Um, and then a director that worked uh, or that had a story about a father and a son who had to flee their kind of like barrio or favela because of something the kid did. Uh, and they moved from this very like poor uh, place to a house that was under construction in a very rich uh, residence part of the city. Um, but then there was another one that wanted his uh, film to look pretty all the time, which is, you know, good, you know, sure. also. Uh, so it was very different and very cool to, to see that through all those four years, four years and a half. Yeah, did you have a chance to... What did you do during that time as far as... Um, We'll, we'll go back to the metaphor, watering yes. the directing plant. Like, how was is, how is that coming along through all this? Well, that part, for for the directing part, the plant didn't have that much water. Uh, just because I was really focused on growing professionally, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and this is me. How old I was I? Like, 22, 23 when I moved? Um, and yeah, right at a college age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I knew... At least I knew that I, I was not like not ready for a feature, you know. Um, and and in, in, in film school, I did some um, shorts, you know. You had to do quite a bunch of shorts, like more, some better than the others. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, during those years in Caracas, my the, the directing plant didn't get uh, watered that much uh, until 2016, when uh, one of the directors that I was working with, um, you know, we have this uh, like Venezuelan film committee. Um, the United States, I don't think they have like an official like national thing like that. No, no, not at all. Exactly. Uh, uh, and like Venezuela has, like, France has it. And I'm pretty sure many other countries like Canada has something too. Exactly. Mexico too. Um, so yeah, it's like the government gives you money to create, right? To produce. Yep, yep. That's really cool. Yeah. So he tells me, Hey Marianne, um, so he heard someone told him that they were there weren't that many short film projects on that, you know, uh, submission uh, phase that we were on in, in 2016. And he said, do you have something, you know, like write something and, and like apply? Because I think like he believed in me, which was really cool. And he said, apply, apply to something. And I had this story on my mind for like two years that I never really like wrote down um, about two girls on a pool uh, that were friends. And... Uh, I decided to apply, you know, to, to do that. And that's how in 2016 I got funds to direct like my first 
professional short film, although it was made, thankfully, with like the support of the Venezuelan Film Committee, but also with the support of my film school. Uh, without them, like they gave us the equipment and all of that because my DP, that was his thesis. So we had like a oh, nice okay. collaboration. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're able to connect those two worlds. Yeah. And so, okay, cool. So you, you kind of went back to the school in a way to look for your DP. Is that how that happened? Or um, that... Well, I worked with him before. Uh, he's a Camilo. That's his name. Camilo Paparoni. He's a great, great, great DP. And we worked together when I was in, in film school, you know, like he DP'd or um, he DP'd some of my friends' shorts. Also, my thesis, the sitcom that I told you about, that, or like the thesis that I did on, uh, about sitcoms. At the end of that process, I had to do like a small pilot with like a three camera audience and all of that. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> it was very cool. He 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 DP'd that and, and, and yeah, we had a good relationship. And when I talked to him about this uh, project that I was submitting to the, you know, to the uh, application, Venezuelan Film Committee stuff, um, he was very excited. And then he said that he was looking for a project uh, for his thesis. So that's how okay. the collaboration happened. Ooh, everything lines up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, and it was great because also the thing with Venezuela is that inflation is just like crazy. Um, so whenever we got the approval from the Venezuelan Film Committee, the money was already like half of what we thought, you know, oh. in the beginning. Oh, oh. You know, yes, Ooh. yes, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So thankfully we had that support, you know, from the film school because if not, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, it's helpful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and just to clarify, the name of that, that's Salta, right? Yes, that's Salta, or dive in English. Salta. Yeah. yeah. And that film, to clarify for, for those listening and watching, is currently available to view yes. via, I'm, I was going to say, it's it's the currently, at, you can find it on Vimeo. Yes. It's, you can, it's easy access through your Instagram. You have it like the link literally yeah. in your bio. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. check out the film. I know yeah. I've watched it. And also, if you want to watch it on the TV and you have Amazon Prime, you can also watch it on Prime Video. Oh, my word. Yes. There you go. And give me like 10 cents for the <laughs> watch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's not, we, we don't, yeah, it's not about the, yeah, no, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> all right. You you get the funds. You get the you get the because I know we hadn't really talked about this film yet. Because mm -hmm. I know you sent it to me and I watched it and yeah. it was lovely. And I was like thinking about I don't know how people do that. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. Is how? Because there's lots of cool shots. There's lots of stuff going on in this film, and I'm like. I just, you know, when, when I think about my early stuff yeah. <laughs> and how bad it all is. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, how, like, almost like, how are you able to make something? Because this, this project got accepted into Tribeca. Yes. Yeah. And got the jury's yeah. mention. Had the world premiere Tribeca 2017. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's very cool. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, your first, okay, your first, your first creative narrative directorial piece professional piece mm -hmm. that you that, as you as you called it mm -hmm. is at that level i'm like how did i'm like how does that how did you what was your process how did you prep for it how did you know what you were doing um, I, okay i could 
Mm. No, I, no, I have no, guesses, no. but no, I don't want to. I don't want to feed or guess too much. Okay, go. Uh, um, well, the process was. Um, Let's start with the script. How did you develop that? Where did the idea come from? And then, how did you know the script was ready and this was the one? Um, well, the the idea came from this image that I had of two teenage girls, two best friends. Lay, lying down on a diving platform at night talking. Um, at that time, I was also like trying to come out uh, to my parents, you know? Uh, so I knew this story would had to have some kind of like queer, um, I don't know how to say it. What? Uh, element? Element, precisely. Um, so... From that image that I had of these two uh, teenage girls talking uh, at night, kind of like they ran away from something, you know, and now they ended up there. I developed this story, and I one of my favorite films is Stranger Than Fiction, which is a film with Emma Thompson, um, Will Ferrell. Yes, it's an interesting film. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. And it's about this author who, in her stories, always she always kills the protagonist and I feel very identified with that I don't know why I have like this also like thing and this story uh, of Salta the, the short film I knew that at some point I also wanted uh, one of the girls to die um, spoiler alert but it's a short film you can watch it and it's okay um, so yeah I, I but I also knew that I wanted very subtle and very nice moments between the two of them, you know, very like kind of like naive also because they are, it's a coming of age story. Um, so writing the script didn't take me that long because like actual writing, the idea in my head, like I said, I had like for two years in in my head, but I never like really sat down to write it. One, because I, I didn't know how to, um, get the funds to produce it and then also because I was very busy working as an AD on features in Caracas right yeah yeah uh, but then when this opportunity came I applied like I sat down and wrote the script uh, kind of like quickly uh, at the beginning the script was much bigger than you know or like needed more money than <laughs> what we actually ended up uh, doing uh, but we just you know reduced it until like it's uh, essence and um yeah like the process of getting the getting the funds was uh, uh also a process that took time because you know um red tape and bureaucracy sure that like uh, that takes time um but then um i also worked with two directors uh that they liked shooting with like they had a script but they liked shooting without the actors really knowing the lines or knowing, you know, what happens on the scenes, which was a little bit stressful as an AD. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to plan when you don't know. Yeah. Right? Is that the mm -hmm. stressful part or what's the stressful no, part? No, the stressful part is the time it takes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to shoot I mean, yeah. and to get the scene. I guess that's what I meant, but it's hard to plan. Like, it's hard to build your schedule yeah, if exactly. you're like, well, we're feeling things out here. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's how I shot the, sh <laughs> the short film. Uh, but we had the, I mean, but like I had the 
my AD background, right? Um, my best friend was doing uh, the assistant director, the AD um, uh, on that um, short. He ended up also being the editor. He's a great editor. And um, we also had, I think it was five days to shoot the, the film, which is, you know, a very a, a long time for a short film, I would say. Yeah, how long? What's the ending running time on it? Like 13 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, 13. That sounds healthy. 5 days is pretty good. Yeah, and 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 that's uh, sorry. And that's um that's how and why uh we shot. Like the actresses never really really read the script. Uh, when I casted them, I just asked them two questions. Is one, would you jump off of a diving platform? Uh, I knew we weren't going to ask them for, from the like really, really high one, but the, the middle one. And then uh, would you kiss a girl? And um, surprisingly, there was one actress that said no, and she... Of course, they didn't make it. Uh, but, you know, that those were the like the two things that I mainly asked. And then uh, during the rehearsals, we would do situations that kind of like um, were very much like the scenes that we were going to shoot on the like actual sets. Um, so, yeah, we, we had uh, five days or five days and a half, I believe, actually. Um, and there were a few scenes that were... You know, like couple scenes that were cut off. Um, I might actually post them on Instagram soon. I'm thinking about that. Okay, the deleted scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that's sure. kind of like fun. Like five years after, but sure. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. Cool content, I guess, or at least for me. Sure, yeah, it's fun to share. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking about what you were saying about. Uh, I'm thinking about the casting process, and I'm yeah. thinking about. You're talking about the actors, like playing it a little bit more so, I don't know if the correct term here is improvisational mm -hmm. or how, like you said, you, you were inspired by watching some directors use a technique where they didn't really, the actors didn't know what was going on or how it was going to end. Yeah. And, you, and you implemented that strategy on your project. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a written script. Yeah. So how do you, where's the balance on that flexibility with also knowing what you're trying to get with using, utilizing a person that doesn't know what you're, how does that? No, it was uh, like the, the, the first day was tougher, right? Because, well, we were all trying to find the way. Yeah. You had to establish the routine. Yes. But I also knew that we had a script, you know, that we had something that we could just like, okay, now it's time to take the script and let's read it and let's read this scene and then just, Interesting, do it interesting yeah yeah so that that happened actually on the first day with one specific scene it's just like okay uh girls this is what's happening on this scene um you're gonna say this you're gonna say this like let's just have a quick read because what i didn't really really want is that they were to i don't know if to rehearse is a bad thing because sometimes uh rehearsing a lot is really good uh but in this case i just want them to be more organic and more natural um, and they were they were young uh, young actresses, you know, like they were just starting their career. They were eighteen year olds, uh, um, ladies, yeah. or yeah. Um, so yeah, we I I knew that uh, it was important for me to get like reactions that were not on the script and that might surprise us. 
but I also knew that uh, the clock was ticking and that we had to get the scenes in the time we were scheduled. And me being also as an assistant director, I'm like, okay, it's time to take the script out. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you not did they not have the script at all prior to filming, or did they have it, or you just you didn't you you cast them, you told them to show up. But they had no idea. Like yeah, they, they, they had have, they no never, idea. They never had it. Until. No, they had no idea. They had no <laughs> idea. In fact, they had they like they so much had no idea. I know I don't know if this is correct, but you know, sure. Um, that you know, like I said, one of the characters dies on the on the on the short, and um, she didn't know, and uh, because they were like just eighteen years old. I really talked with the, their parents, you know, about what we were doing and all that. And with the parents of Andrea, the, the girl that plays Amanda, the, the, the character that dies, I talked to them and said, okay, so whenever we shoot the swimming competition, because there is a swimming competition, um, I'm going to ask Andrea to kind of like float as if she, you know, she just died. And I don't want you guys to feel scared or anything because... You know, like this is like part of the story is that, that the character dies and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, no problem. <laughs> and when I told her on that day, because I told her on that day when, when we were shooting that sh that scene, uh, she was like, oh, my God, my character dies. And I'm like, yes, but people are going to love you and remember you for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, yeah, that's interesting. It almost feels like. Like if this were a TV show, they're like, "Oh no, I don't get to come back for the next episode." Or you, you're, 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 I'm, I'm done. This is exactly, it. Exactly. But it's, you know, it's still, it's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But and then at the same time, you're telling the actors to not, because it's, it's the double. It's the, this is the double acty thingy, right? It's like she's pretending to mm -hmm. be dead. Yeah. So just know that, but also react as if yeah. she's dead. Yeah. So you're just trying to clarify that versus i guess a very we'll call it this isn't the correct i don't even i'm gonna use a word so the what i was gonna say is the crazy director thing to do would be to put the other put the put the actors up have her fake die and then get the genuine reaction to something yes. but that's messed up don't do that did you do it <laughs> I mean, we tried. You said you tried it. We tried. We tried with the other actress, you know, like to see her reaction. But she didn't really understood what was happening, and of course, she like it yeah. was. It was. It was okay that she didn't understand. So I went and explained it to her, and she was like, "Oh my God, she does? Yes. Oh." And then we got her reaction yeah, I could because see, she knew. I could see the confusion. Yeah. Of like when you're on camera, you're like. Some, something's not right I can't, yeah. I can't yeah and that's the thing of being a director you know you like try things they don't <laughs> work out then find the solution you know and and and, oh, and wow. the solution here was just okay let's just I, I wanted to test it didn't work out okay now let's do it as it normally you do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <clears throat> alright uh, what <sighs> I must say she also, she knew that the other like when she saw Andrea like floating, it's like okay, what's she doing? You know, like is she not listening to you know like what's happening? Yeah, you know, it was it was not like a very very bad thing to do. It was just like okay, let's see. Oh, she doesn't react. Okay, she didn't get it. right, right, right. Yeah. No, I, I can see it. Yeah. Good clarification. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, um. 
Uh, okay. What was your biggest takeaway from directing that piece? Like, as from, from the director's perspective, like, the even to this day, you're like, okay, that was the lesson that I came away with making that. If you, if you had any, I'm sure you did. Um, biggest takeaway. Um, I would say there are moments to do kind of like an improvisation, you know, kind of like the things that we did throughout the, the film. Um, and even though I love working like that, I would say now I would kind of like split that and just find the moments on a script that could work as, okay, these scenes could be improvised. You know, let's not like, maybe I'm not going to give these scenes to the actors, but then these other, uh, they have to be rehearsed and they have to be ready. Because I also, like I said, I was very privileged to, to have five days of, of, of shooting. Uh, but working here in LA, uh, you don't get like having five days to shoot is very expensive and uh, getting the funds to, to shoot those five days is, is hard. So I also have seen how good and how cool it is to have everything ready and be super effective. Like I also really like that. So I would say that's, that's like my biggest uh, takeaway and, and it might sound cheesy too, but also. Sure. One of the dreams was from me before shooting, just when I when I applied to the Venezuelan Film Committee program, my dream was to get on Tribeca. Like that was the dream. And um, well, we really pushed for it and we applied and we got in. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So when you say you really pushed for it, what is what is that? You just you you, you more mean that you just made the best thing you could make and then you yeah. submitted. Yeah. It wasn't like you bribed the Tribeca. Oh panel no, no, I didn't know <laughs> anyone. You know, like I was just you know like That's a little awesome. girl from Merida, Venezuela, applying yeah. to Tribeca, and who yeah. got in? <clears throat> well, again, congrats. Thank you. No, it's very cool. Uh, so then you got to you got to go to you world premiered it at Tribeca. Yes. What was that like? Oh, that was so amazing and scary. For and first time to New York for that experience, or had you been there before? No, I've been there before because uh, I have a brother that lives in the U.S. since the year two thousand, literally. So and he lived in New York for like a couple of years. And uh, my parents and I, we visited him once in, in, in New York. Um, so it wasn't my first time in New York, but it was, of course, my first time in, in Tribeca. It was my first time on a film festival as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was just so huge. The amount of things happening, the amount of, like, cool things that you got to do and people that you got to meet. Um, as a filmmaker in Tribeca and as a women filmmaker in Tribeca, um, well, don't quote me on this, but I, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, you get uh, invited to uh, like a Chanel luncheon thing where like in, in my luncheon uh, there was, um, hi, I forgot her name. And I just watched her film yesterday, last night, uh, Don't Worry Darling and Booksmart, Olivia. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde was there. Yeah. One of the girls from Girls, you know, like HBO Girls. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, Cynthia Nixon 
from Sex and the City, the, the actress that uh, was running for mayor. I don't watch that one. Yeah. But, I mean, they were there, you know, and it, it was yeah. like an amazing experience. They gave you like a Chanel Number no. 5 perfume as well that I gave to my mom. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it was, the, the, the whole film festival was, was a, a great experience. And uh, like, I got to the festival, like actually got there because I did a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, I didn't really have the resources to travel to New York okay. and all of that. You were like, help me get the tribe back. Yes. This, is my, this is literally my dream. Yes. <laughs> Forget <laughs> making the movie. Like, I just want to go to the film festival. That's why this is what it's all about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I did a crowdfunding campaign and I raised like, I think it was 3500 dollars so i paid the ticket and i paid the uh no i had a friend who opened uh their home for for me okay nice yeah and um so i flew there and uh enjoyed the my time there and in my program you know like they always uh, schedule short films with other short films right um so or not always but most likely and in my program, there was this short film by an Italian director called Marta, Marta Savina. And uh, we became close friends. She's really, really nice. And at some point, uh, we were, I believe we were sitting down before the premiere, right? And I sat down and uh, we were uh, next to each other. And I said, Marta, this is huge, right? Or, or this is just me. Is this just me? Because I'm like from Venezuela and like is, this seems huge. And she's like, no, this is huge. <laughs> I just talked to my parents and this is huge. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It was really cool. It really, really cool. That sounds cool. <clears throat> I've never experienced that. So that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no that sounds awesome um how okay how many festivals have you attended i mean it's like okay i, I guess I'm, the question then in my brain mm -hmm, is like mm -hmm. all right the, the tribeca is an awesome festival yeah. great experience you yeah get, yeah there's you're in the room with really cool people that have done really cool things and you may look up to in certain ways yeah and then I'm wondering if that inspired further attempts at other festivals or if Tribeca was like the one and you were happy and you kind of left it at that or if you even still push for festivals as much. I know I saw you at a festival in New York. Yes. Last month. Yeah. Happenstancely. But yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. um, yeah no. Uh, I mean, we we still kept applying, you know, to, to other festivals. And there was another festival called Pink Apple Film Festival from Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And um, it's actually free to apply. It's an LGBTQ film festival, though. So all the films are LGBTQ related. But the good thing is that um, it's free to apply. They, for best short film, they award, you know, like the, the thing, you know, the Pink Apple uh, um, thing, trophy. And then they also give you $2,000 or euros and then they fly the director to the festival so they fly every director that gets accepted or wait no. sorry if you win if or? you win okay. if you win and you've okay. you you find out like 
a couple of weeks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they have their jury selections. Prior so they can to f- the, so yeah. they can fly yeah, the director. That makes sense, no, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's the other festival that I attended with with Salta because they flew me over. That sounds there. awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. It was so so cool. And um, the thing that was really crazy. Uh, at least for the immigration officer that like, because the flight was from New York because it was right after Tribeca to Spain and then to Switzerland. And then in Spain, the immigration officer was like, how long are you staying here for? And I'm like, no, I'm going to Switzerland and I'm staying here for four days. And he's like, you coming to Europe for four days? Well, I didn't have any more money, you know? I didn't have the the prize award yet. Um, But I was like, yeah, I am. Okay, that was kind of weird, but and he yeah, let me through well. because I was only staying for four days. Nowadays, I wish I would have done something to stay longer, you know, because I was in Europe. No, <laughs> that's another crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm going to Switzerland. Help, <laughs> help fund my vacation, please. I want to try some wine and I want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was like the other uh, festival. I, I believe. Those two were the only ones that I could attend, you know, because okay. that's also like the hard part of, I, I don't know how features work because I have not directed features, but um, I guess it will be nice to always reserve a part of the budget for the distribution and attending festivals part. Yeah, it's almost like part of the marketing budget, yeah, essentially. Yeah, exactly. you're there. Well, quite literally marketing the film yep. at the fest. Yeah. So yeah. But also plus that cost money. So yeah, I I couldn't like attend any more festivals. I think we had I don't know uh, like fifteen or eighteen more like selections, which nice. was cool. Uh, but for example, we got selected on a festival in Argentina, and one of the actresses had moved there, so she attended there. So. That was the cool thing about the Venezuelan diaspora regarding my film is that the film got selected in some countries where some people of the crew were living there and they got to attend oh, and like kind of oh, like represent okay. the film. That's that's very lovely. Yeah, that was Yeah, if you can't was... be there hopefully somebody else can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was nice. Very nice. <laughs> okay. So there's that regarding that project, that film. Yes, let me see. Let me see here. We're doing great. Muy bien. Muy bien. I have a random question here. Okay. I'm. I'm. Let's hit it. I like hit to. It. I like to. I'm very curious about people's Instagram bios and like what people include in their Instagram bio. You have. Okay. You have this mention of Mustache Mondays. Yes. On your Instagram. Yes. What is what is that? What does that mean? What um, is that? Yeah, Mustache Mondays is a documentary. Uh, I oh, directed. Oh yes. Okay. Great. Yes. Ooh. It's a documentary I directed last year for KCET, which can li- it's like a secondary PBS TV station on Southern California. I'm not saying it right, but it's something like that. The network's called KCET. And it's an hour-long documentary that was part of the docu-series called Artbound. Um, we won an award for that one uh, on the LA Los Angeles Press Club or something like that. What was the award? Um, first place on gender and society category. Nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. We yeah, we were very happy. uh, Is that one still? Is that one accessible to? Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. Uh, If you look for Mustache Mondays, uh, Artbound or Mustache Mondays KCET, 
You're gonna find it there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, just briefly, it's about uh, yeah. a queer party that ran from 2008, I would say, 2008 to 2019, uh, in downtown LA, uh, where and it started as a party that just a friend, a group of friends, wanted to make because they didn't have a place where they played the music they liked, where they had artists they really liked. So they just started this weekly party that went on for more than 10 years. Uh, and it became also like an incubator for underground artists that are nowadays out there, uh, well, doing amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about, yeah, it's one of those event that starts small and then expands to mainstream notoriety yeah, and exactly. you almost and you almost forget about the origins like thinking about like burning man and stuff like that uh -huh, they always start exactly. like really niche and then before you know it well not even before you know it, it takes a lot of long yeah yeah it, yeah. it takes a, a lot of time but um so you yeah you you went you went and did that whole documentary yeah. yes yeah yeah Okay, great. <laughs> I I, almost, I totally forgot about yeah. What, what seeing it out of context, <laughs> seeing I, it out of context in your bio, I was thinking of like we're currently entering. This is like October. We're in October, right? Yeah. Yes. There's like no shave November, and there's like um, oh, it's Movember. Uh, Mo Movember pe people grow out their mustaches in November. It's oh. kind of like a tradition or something. I don't. know. I've never done it. I don't. I don't. Okay. It's dumb. <laughs> but uh, like Movember, so I was like Mustache Mondays. Uh, what do you do on Mustache? Like, do there's Taco Tuesday, Mustache Monday. Yeah. Oh, but okay. But, that, but that's actually a good comment. Now you know, like it's good feedback. So now I'm gonna go back and <laughs> and revisit my bio and see how I can make it more obvious. Maybe. That it was like something I directed. Yeah, because I do recall you bringing that up to me. But yeah, yeah. okay. All right, I'm going to ask another director question here because this is okay. something that I've been kind of like wrestling with a little bit myself. Okay. Now, I don't, okay, thinking about, remind me again, we were both in New York at the same time. We had our overlap there. We were there for, mm -hmm. for like a Latino film festival. Yes. Yeah. Um, the New York Latino Film the Festival. The New York Latino Film Festival. Of course. What project were you... Because I, 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 I made the screening event. Yes. I didn't get to, I didn't I get to watch it. I was it's so okay. sad. It's okay. So close. <laughs> um, what project was this one? This was Blessed and Highly Favored. This is a comedy. Uh, that I directed with my wife. Uh, we also wrote it together. And it's, I mean, it works as a standalone piece, uh, but it's actually, it, it also works as a proof of concept for a half-hour comedy okay. series that, okay. uh, that we have. Um, well, we have the script and we want to, you know, continue develop it. Um, and it's about two queer Latinas who dream of making it in the Hollywood film industry, but when their visas and destiny are put on hold by immigration services, they end up working on a cash-paid job on a marijuana farm in Northern California. Okay. <laughs> Loosely based on personal experience. <laughs> Loosely based. It's not my story, guys. Uh, no, it's okay. All right. So you you ventured more. Yeah. You 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 were working those comedy muscles on this one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because my wife, she she's a writer and she she's also a costume designer, and but she's a writer who writes comedy. So yeah. so we um, we got together to work on that one, uh, 
and yeah. You made it happen. Yes. Okay. So the question being, (sighs) all right, there's a couple, there's a couple, this is almost like a therapy session. Yes. Let's (laughs) bring it. (laughs) So as a, as a creative, as a creator, as a filmmaker, director, especially if you're the writer of the project too, um, I guess maybe maybe I'll ask how do you approach okay I'll, how do you approach there's okay <laughs> <laughs> you got I'll this. blurt out some questions question okay. number 1 how do you approach getting feedback on a work in progress whether you do that or not whether who whose feedback you get or whether you know like all right is this edit good how do I know when to lock the picture is a score working? Is this even landing? Like I've been sitting with this project too long. I'm not I, like I'm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of you kind of get lost in the weeds sometimes. So there's the feedback aspect in the work in progress phase, and then there's the how do you know when it's done? How do you know when it's ready to 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 be put out to the world? And then after it's put out to the world, handling people's reviews and thoughts on it on like things that maybe people might uh, unsolicitedly (laughs) give you like oh i wish like maybe you could have done this better this is you know this Mm -hmm. kind of was a but this bumped me or whatever the Mm -hmm. so those are all the questions i want okay how do you do it regarding the feedback right when when you're still like working on it um i believe what we did uh julieta and i with blessed and highly favored was uh, sending it to, of course, friends who are supportive and who are going to also be truthful, you know, on like, hmm, I, this joke didn't really land or something like that, which is really good. And we send it to also some people who are not like close friends, but who are specialists on comedy, you know, who work on comedy a lot. So those are the feedbacks that matter, matter to us, right? And is and I guess just to... Yes. Do you go through this process on the script as well? Um, yes, we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, we went through this w- with this process uh, with the script more than with the with the film. Yeah, yes. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then knowing when the project is done, <sighs> I know this sounds cliche, but you always find stuff like, oh, I wish I would have cut that sooner or later or something like that you know small details but for us it it did happen that um we we got funding for for this uh short uh through nalip uh national association of latino independent producers and we had a timeline no and we had a deadline that we had to meet um so at first the like the first version of of this uh short was like 10 minutes long and there was this thing that we always like, we were not sure, we were not sure, we were not sure. And yeah, and I just sat down and chopped it a little bit, you know. And now it's eight minutes and a half. And and yeah, there is a scene that is gone. But I I feel that it works better, right? It like it's it's it goes to the to the to the point more uh, quickly especially because it's comedy you know and comedy it's just like you have to like make people laugh 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 yeah otherwise when it, it's yeah. like pure Other, comedy otherwise you you can you can kind of feel the the room kind of yeah. just getting a little bit a little bit squirmy and you know, like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you you don't want that so yeah um um 
after that second like revision like big revision you know second good um picture lock um then we said like okay it's it's now it's time to start submitting and 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 well let's get it out there okay well i guess sorry did you have more no, 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 and I just thought about the other, but... I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I, I'll, I'll segue into that. <laughs> so it is helpful when you have those external deadlines that are being put yeah. on you. Yeah, That's one way to know. It's like, well, this has to be done because mm -hmm. we got money from these people and yeah. they expect a final draft submitted by the state. So yep. we have to... It kind of puts puts a pressure cooker on the decisions you got to make, and then you're just like, all right, well, we made it. We're happy. We kind of have to be happy Deliver. under, under yeah. the circumstances. Yep. And uh, and it's done. Great. So then, what about? I don't know. With like Alta, let's say. Mm -hmm. Was that a self? Was that also deadline driven, or was no. it self imposed? No, no, it was self imposed. Uh, the the deadline here was the Tribeca submissions. Mm -hmm. Like how that. much time did you have? Plenty of time. Mm, I mean, I would say yeah, because we had, like, we took like, I would say two months for editing, but maybe a month of it was kind of like organizing everything, or you know, um, the editor watching all the footage, which was a lot because there was a lot of improvisation and there was a lot that. You know, now I know that that's not needed. You know, you don't need to like shoot and shoot like millions of uh, gigabytes uh, to get something. You I, I, now I'm more conscious about that, but it's yeah, good. Conscious, confident. Yeah, confident mm -hmm. as well. Um, effective. Um, but uh, yeah, with with Salta, the the deadline was the Salta the tribe at Alta. Yes. I forgot the yes. I knew I was going to mess it up. <laughs> Salta. Yes. Uh, the, um, the deadline was uh, Tribeca. But the good thing about Tribeca is that you can also send a link that, you know, you... Your work in progress yeah, version, yeah, yeah. your near final. Yeah, but of course you want to send something that it's close to the, the, the... I think what we sent was a picture log that had no color correction. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah, you know? but it was scored and mixed and... Uh, I think so. I would say. I would hope. So. I mean, that's that's my biggest. Yeah. Either way. Mm -hmm. So okay. So again, how do you know when it's how do you know when it's done? Um. I th I say I I would say it's just you let it go. You just like okay, this is it. Um. Sometimes it's like okay, it's been long enough, and I need to move on. And just like, okay, this is it. Like, this was the best that I got to do up until this point. And that's it. And I'm closing the books and moving on to the next one. So it almost is, it feels so much, okay. One thing that I try to avoid I mm -hmm. is I don't want it to sound like when I talk about my projects. Yes. I don't want it to be like, well, almost like the talking down of it. It's like, well, this is this is the best I could do. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with it. And it's like, you don't sound happy. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I am. Like, I'm very <laughs> proud of the work we did. Yeah. And I think the decisions we made were the best decisions along, like, the whole process. Is, like, that was the best writing we can do on that timeline, the best on the given day, the yeah. best on each scene, the best in the edit. You do the yeah. best you can along the whole process. Yeah. 
and then and then and then you doubt everything <laughs> no 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 it's not that bad but yeah I, um i guess i don't like i'm i i don't like when it sounds like we're settling yeah with our because it's like oh we're out of time this we have to live with it. it feels like we're settling on a thing like it could be better we just we just don't have the time maybe versus like no i'm definitively knowing i'm happy like this is this is yeah well for example what happened to us with uh bless and highly favored is that we had this deadline that we had to make we had to meet and we did but we did with a, a, a short film that was well a minute and a half too long you know and we were both like maybe we can do better and and it was something that was fixable you know so and we you, and you were the editor on this one no you... it was it, there was another editor but he was already like like he helped us we could pay him something but we couldn't like pay him again you know to yeah, sit down so he handed over the stuff and yeah. you could play with it yeah 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 so um that's that's what we did and 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 after that we were like oh, okay now this is the best that we can do and we are happy with it because we are happy with it you know like yeah. at the at the end it's it's a it's a it's a thing that takes so much time and effort uh that uh well you better be happy <laughs> we yeah it's mental gymnastics a little yeah. bit there yeah how was it co-directing yeah uh it was it was nice um because we could split, you know, the, 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 at least on set, for example, it's like, okay, one was taking care of, like I was taking care of, okay, let's position the cameras, you know, and then the other was uh, taking care of, okay, yes, this is a um, look that we want for the actors. Um, or yes, this is the look that uh, we needed for the wheat garden that we needed to kind of like build. Um, so that was, it was really interesting, very nice. Also, we, we shot with two cameras and uh, we didn't, we, we couldn't get like two monitors. So it was, you know, it was good to have one eye on each camera, right? Like one director on each camera. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was, it, it was, it was fun. And, and it was also really good because, well, we prepped the two of us in our house, you know, with like, okay, this is what we want to do. And, you know, like, okay, this is our plan. And now we get there and, okay, when we explain the, the plan to, to everyone. And it was it was really nice. And it's also really cool to now get the opportunity to attend, you know, events together with like a project that we both uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Ha um. Great. <laughs> so yeah, you had a you had a good. Was there ever, not to go negative here. Yeah. What was there any difficulties on? Because I've I've co-directed as well, and okay. sometimes a question gets like you know film sets move fast. Yeah. And decisions have to be made like that, and yeah. you have to be definitive with it. So when it's like, all right, well we have we want to make an adjustment, or we need to block this scene. Was it was there like a workflow thing where one person kind of was there conflict on like oh I see it this way and I see it this way when when they're yeah I would say like that's normal and and it did happen but like I said we would talk about it before just the two of us and decide 
like I would say like oh no but what if we do it like that and then Julieta no but I think I like it more like this and we would just come up with a plan that was uh, a fusion of those two yeah, ideas yeah. and then uh, whenever we went to to set or rehearse uh, we would have you know like a way you kind of uh, had all those answers prepped already that yeah was okay yeah yeah that's yeah. good that's good yeah it was good and uh, and of course like during during the shoot things come up and yeah sometimes you have to like let give us you know two minutes we're gonna talk about this okay, decide okay. make the decision and then come back yeah with it. or i'm sure sometimes too i know i know this was the case when i was co-directing with jamie sometimes you just have like big being that you're familiar with each other enough you can mm -hmm. kind of just almost give a glance yeah and you can exactly. I, I, I could communicate to you that like i don't really have anything for this and then you, you'd communicate that no i, I got an answer it's exactly. like All right, yeah, you, you do the thing exactly and then, then we trade off on that too it's yeah. like no i got it it's, yeah 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 healthy yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> great okay so that's how we know projects are done okay yes there was another question uh, I think it was the review process. Aha, the after, unsolicited feedback. Yeah, like once when, after people are watching it, like at a film festival or or friends that you like. Let's just say you sent me the link, and then I watch it and I start critiquing. <laughs> <laughs> I start critiquing the thing. I was like, well, here's what I would have done. Blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. Well, the score could have done. Blah, blah. Like I don't know. Um, how do you how do you process all that? Um, if the film is done, it's like. Well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, I, and literally, but what can I do? Just, okay, note it and for my next project, no? Like, okay, this is a learning. Maybe the things that you are saying are things that I know, you know, that yeah, kind of like, like, kind of like, yeah, I know this is not the best, but it's what we could do, you know, with the resources that, that we had. Um, and, I don't know. That's why sometimes I, whenever someone asks me for feedback on stuff that it's, you know, already picture locked and stuff like that. One, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to tell you like, oh, maybe this would have worked better because I know you already, like you already worked it and, and it's already picture locked. Like whatever I'm saying, I'm going to say, it's not going to change your movie. Um, so I try to be always, you know, like more on the positive side and and just um, talk about the good things that I found on 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 the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, I had a thought. Okay. And I totally lost it. Ay ay ay. Oh shucks. <laughs> okay, but yeah, focusing on yeah, because I mean that's I mean that's again, I could yeah. That's why. That's why we get along, Marianne, because mm, uh, we think the same. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, and I mean, and it's also, and if you send me some feedback on stuff that it's already done, it's like, yeah, I, I, I get it, and thank you, and 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 yeah, let's talk about something else, because whatever you're saying, it's not going to happen yeah, to I the think, film. I think the the only. Because it is hard. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. Yay. The thing is, people tend to, like let's say, if you ask another director, it's hard, It's filmmaking, I've been, okay. I decided to start pursuing, pursuing the craft of filmmaking in like 2013. Okay. And I've been making baby projects. Uh, you know, I kind of worked my way and then I moved to LA in 2018. So I did okay. five years of like baby filmmaking stuff. Okay. Regardless, 
I think it's been the same forever. It's people tend to say things to you. Like they people project themselves onto mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So if you if you getting feedback from others in the filmmaking world is almost not helpful at all. <laughs> it's kind of like it's helpful if you like you like you said like you you share it with specific people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you trust and have certain expertise. Yeah. And that specific feedback could be useful for specific elements. Yep. But if you're generally sharing it with the filmmaking community, you're going to get a flood of projected feedback is like well you know Mm -hmm. the performances could have done this or the score Mm -hmm. could have done this and it's like well these are things that they look for in their own like they emphasize these in their own projects or they they prefer a score that's that's big and more more apparent and then another person's gonna like i the score was too much and i wanted less score yeah well it just becomes taste at that point yeah and it's not even helpful no But it still enters our brain and our ears and we still yeah. process it as, well, I made a bad decision. This mm-hmm. person didn't like my work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I could have maybe made better decisions. And it's just, it's still, it's the process flow, it still hurts for a while and you have to remember that it's like, okay, it's, this is just taste. Yeah. And, and also you have to remember why you made that decision in that moment and just like, yeah, I, I knew why. And I'm happy with it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you were there... Exactly. I wonder what you would have done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Guess what? My decision was good. Yeah. Probably better than... Just kidding. No. All right. So there's that. That was... That's something that's been on my... uh, All right. I feel that we're we're nearing... I want to... Okay. I have... We don't have to... Okay. One thing I want to ask. Yes. This is non-film related, but kind of film related. Okay. What does my notes say? Uh-huh. Okay. How <laughs> I'm asking about This is going to be a broad question and you can interpret this how how you will. Okay. How does one both pursue the craft? Again, there's the but we can talk about our plants again. We're watering this plant, yeah, to continue working as an AD. Mm-hmm. Watering this, watering this plant because we have dreams to be directing more, yeah. And then also we have a life, yeah. How does one? I'm asking you because you seem to you seem to have a nice healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. How how does one cultivate the plant here, the relationship plant? We'll call it. How does how did uh how Cause I'm asking because I I'm I'm a single dude. Okay. Been in LA for four years now. Okay. And that's I I've, I've talked about it on a previous episode too. It's on like my my relationship therapy here. Yes. Is I kind of I'm kind of get surprised when I see when I meet department heads and I'm like oh wait like you're a DP and you have wife and kids at home like how like how does that work uh-huh. how do you how do you have to, like you're over here all the time how does how do you keep all of those people happy in your life and i'm i don't ask them that but i yeah. wonder yep and then so how uh, just speaking from the the partner the direct partner thing how does what's the what's the secret to uh mm, i would say um I don't I don't know how couples do it when it's like ADP and then the other person is like a dentist 
like I don't know how, yeah, yeah, how yeah. they how they do it. Um, maybe it's easier for them. I'm I'm not sure. Although, uh, this is just talking about other people. I did meet a DP on a shoot that uh, his wife. I don't th I don't know what she does, but she's not on shoots, and. The mutual agreement that they have is that he shouldn't take a project that is going to take more than three months of him out of the house. You know, like even if it's traveling or just three, if he lives in L.A. and the shoot is in L.A., not, not more than three months. I would say that's, you know, like a nice yeah, agreement. So the communication. Yeah. 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 And then in my case, um, well, we, we, we like to work t together. Um, and we also have like our uh, separate also activities or projects, you know, like uh, we did do uh, Blessed and Highly Favored together. Uh, we also have a, a short film that uh, we wrote together, like more like a drama. Uh, but I'm also writing, uh, well, I just finished actually writing a feature uh, for, oh yeah, yes, yes, ooh. it's an adaptation from, from, from like a, an American author, actually, a story written by her. Um, and uh, so I have that project on, on my own. And whatever, whenever I'm ADing, I'm normally also like on my own. Uh, Julieta on, on her side uh, has the, she, like I said, she's also a costume designer. So she has like her, her business related to 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 that. Um, and I, I would say that that works out really, really cool. And the most uh, fun part of everything is whenever we finish a project and we go on a date to celebrate. Cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, she you mentioned costume designer. Is yeah. that on film projects as well? Yeah, okay. on film and commercials and all that okay. music videos. So yeah. and then and then just to clarify too, the, did this relationship start in the states or is this pre? This is Venezuela. Well, it's a, it's like a long story. <laughs> no, but uh, it's a long story that um, we we actually met in Venezuela. Uh, she was premiering a feature that she wrote, uh, a comedy, and uh, we met in my city. I was like the judge. You know how film festivals have this one-minute film competition sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was this Venezuelan film festival, and there was this competition. I was a judge, one of the, the judge or the jury of, of, of that competition. We met there. Uh, I moved to Caracas, where she lived. Uh, a year after, you know, and uh, we started dating. But then when we started dating, she had plans to move uh, to Mexico because her, her father is from Mexico. Uh, so she she was planning to move there. And uh, my plan, my original plan was to stay in Venezuela forever. Uh, but then, mm. yeah, but then uh, so we started dating and she had that plan. Um, so... I knew it wasn't like really to going to work out in you know in a, in the future, so yeah she moved away and then for for two years we didn't really see each other. She was in Mexico, I was in Venezuela, and then we reencountered in Tribeca in 2017. Uh, uh, we went together to the to the film festival and then well we started dating again and now we're married, <laughs> okay. yeah. and living in LA. Okay, so <clears throat> I was trying to. I'm. I've been trying to. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All right. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Cool. 
I feel like okay, so there there were some early seeds planted in the relationship yeah. at the at the early phases of the pursuit. That's yeah. what I'll call it. And then and then okay. And then now yeah, Tribeca, now you're married. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, that's lovely. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a lovely story. <laughs> yeah. No. Um yeah, I think I think that's kind of like a theme too. If I if I if I tend to see it's like a, it's like a LA it's like an LA thing too. I feel mm-hmm. like I know when I first moved here, I heard um someone explain relationships to me in the way of like uh you have to like move here with somebody essentially. Mm. Otherwise, like finding someone here doesn't really work, but if you've moved here with your partner, like most most people, if you if you kind of like maybe ask about their backstories, and their successful couples mm. in Los Angeles, it's like, oh yeah, we moved here from whatever. Mm. Oh, we moved here. Oh, yeah, we knew each other, or yeah, we got together before I committed to going freelancer. Like, got oh, it. so you have that you have that built in before time support combined into the I support you in this in this yeah. next journey support. I don't know. Either way, that's just an observation. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. The, I mean, it sounds logical, and yeah, for for sure, if you if you move together to LA, and um, and are working in the same, you know, film industry, um, yeah, I would say that pr- will probably make the couple stronger. I don't know, face the challenge of moving here and yeah, then it's a lot. starting. Yeah, there's a lot of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that this is a, I mean, since there's so many people working in the film industry, I would say you could find your No, one. I'm not, I'm not, look, just to clarify, I'm not, okay. I'm not worried, I'm not, I'm not, okay, either, I don't, whatever, I'm <laughs> Exactly. I'm not, this is not what the podcast is about. I'm not worried, whatever. Yeah. What the more more of the thought? Okay, if I may worry about something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, when I'm when I'm on set, I'm very I zero percent. I mean, I don't. I I don't. There's a thing. Mm-hmm. There's you know you want to be professional on yeah. set. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We all hear the yeah. It's the whole. It's the whole. The whole Me Too thing is kind of like a whole other thing too. Yeah. But like, just, uh, it's it's a, it's kind of common knowledge. People, you know, we want to be treated as professionals when we're on set. Yeah, and for sure. Women especially. Yeah, it's kind of like just everywhere, and, and it's just, you don't you don't want to. Yeah, as a guy, like as a woman, yeah. you you don't want to come be be hit on on set when you're like yeah. you know, I'm here doing my job and whatever so i know from the very beginning of my career it's been yeah be, no be professional and yeah. do, do your do your job and well it's, i think it's worked out but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah either way no because that's it's very important it's, it's i don't think i've had like a bad experience here but for sure i've had experiences where it's where it's like dude please like i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> and no <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, but I mean there are other ways like rap parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save wait for the rap party, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Well, I don't know. So there, so this, okay. So it's, it's lovely to hear that you have, you're both creatives. You both yeah. are writers. You're both directors. Yep. You both have your other means of mm-hmm. getting on set. Yeah. And you have the projects you work on together, the projects you work on separately. Yeah. That sounds lovely. It sounds yeah. Like you see, good. you try to balance it. And, and it's not something that you plan. It's just something that happens and it's like okay ah look i want to do this okay i I support you and you know like whenever i can i'll help you out uh but i'll also have my own stuff yes that's what uh yeah 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 step by step step one is you know like each other is a good is a good beginning yeah that's that's important (laughs) (laughs) and then you can figure the rest out exactly great okay well I think that's that's uh, we're kind of at our time. Okay. Uh, did I miss anything? Um. Well, no. Nope. No. We could t- there's more to talk about, but we'll save that for our next episode. When your next time you're on next year, and we can hear about everything else. Okay. Uh, okay. So I guess I guess okay. I don't want to. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's just for the, just for the sake of planting the seed for for follow up for the next time. What are you most looking forward to? Um. Right now, currently, like, what are you, what are you working? Like, you mentioned you finished the script. Yes. Um, we're ending, we're ending, we're headed towards the end of this year. Maybe thoughts are starting about what do I want to do next year. What's, um, what's cooking? Yeah, no, um, I think that I want to start focusing more on directing, you know, like trying to get this feature up in its feet. Um, I also have a documentary that I'm going to shoot with uh, the a university in, in New York called The New School about uh, migrant women, Venezuelan women living in, in Colombia. So there's that for, for next year. I mean, we're going to shoot it at the end of this year, but of course it's going to be ready next year. Um, and I would say, yeah, like that's just, for me the plan is to try to focus more on, on, on directing. I'm applying to all the... Um, directing workshops that there are. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <sighs> Although sometimes I feel like uh, the all that time that you uh, take applying to everything, uh, what would happen if you take that time um, looking for money or something? I don't know. But that's just a thought that I've been having lately. Okay, yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. You yeah. too. No, because I, 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 that inspires me. I, I, for, I always forget about those workshops. I always assume that it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's like, like one third is the talent that you have. I would say the other is the connections that you have. That I don't know if I have that many. And the other one is pure luck. Like it's nothing that you can control. Yeah, it's a little, little bit of lottery, lottery yeah. ticket. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you still have to. Yeah, there's zero chance if you don't submit. Exactly, exactly. So you, whenever the selection comes out, you know the applicants or whatever the winners, um, and you're not one of them, you at least feel good that you applied. <laughs> you know, because it you feel worse when you don't, and it's like, oh, that could have been me, but I yeah, didn't apply. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe enter the ring. Yeah. Okay. Great. So workshops, getting that feature. You got the documentary on. on. Yes. Okay, great. Yes, lovely, yes, yes. lovely. Well, excited to hear about how all that goes. I'll, yeah. yeah. We'll keep in touch. Yes. We'll, yeah. And um, hopefully we will see you on set again. 
Oh, yeah, hopefully. We, yeah. we will see each other. <laughs> yes. All right. So lastly, 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 the very simple okay. question. For those that want to follow and be in the know and follow on the journey. Yep. Where is the best place to find you and, and keep in the loop? Uh, I would say Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Cusa Lausa. That's K-U-S-A-L-A-U-S-A. It has nothing to do with Los Angeles, USA, but it's just a nice um, rhythmic, I don't know, a nice thing to say in Spanish. Cusa Lausa. Cusa is my nickname. So Cusa. Cusa. Yes. Great. All right. Well, do that. Yes. I will remind. I'll, I'll. I plan on putting the uh, short film Salta uh-huh. in in the descriptions of the, ah, of the things. If you want to watch that, you can find yes. it in the, in the YouTube description or the other podcast links, uh, the show notes or whatever. Okay. Um, so do that. Make sure you also subscribe to the show. Give yes. us a like, comment, do all those things if you enjoyed. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for thanks for being a part. Thanks for having me. Lovely. Yay. Okay, that's the show. All right, bye everybody. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh.